0: So we're up to Daf Samakhtasmed Aleph, three lines in. So just to get back into the flow of it, we found a source that Akaive Lavin make women Pusel kahuna, Mamzer, Nasin, all these people. That was from Ubaskayanki Sialishar. Because Kisi is Kedushin, and Chavi Lavin is Typhus Kedushin. We said, well, how do you know Chavi So that's from the Pasuk Baskayin Kisi al because the Pasuk says that when a woman who's a Baskayin is widowed or divorced, she goes back home. The implication is she can only go back home if her prior relationship was the type of relationship that you can have marriage. <coughs> if it's the type of relationship that Kedushin is not Typhus, like a guy or Chavi crisis, then she can never go back home, and she can never eat chum again. Okay, says so Gemara. I only know because the Paul says bas I only know the chayvik krisos disqualify a bas from Kahuna and from truma levia b'israelis how do I know that it disqualifies a levia Yisraelis? So of bas ubas the extra vav. Hachanami bas ubas. We had this in yesterday's daf. So the Gemara says kiman ki ravakiva. This is obviously following the teaching of ravakiva. The vavi because Revakiva darshins vavid. And then the Gemara says, like we had yesterday, It even the Rabonin, because the entire word, is extra, because you could have just had and we would understand from context what it's referring to. Therefore, because it's an extra word, the Vav is darshaned according to everyone. Now, okay. Now, the Gemara says like this, and I think this was Adam's question, and that is, all the Posik says is that if a Baskayan marries a Yisrael, and has no children, she can eat truma again. And we're saying the implication is the halacha would be different if instead of marrying Yisrael, she married her father, or krisos. We're saying that the difference is that she could eat truma when she married Yisrael, but she can't eat truma if she lived with krisos. The Gemara says maybe perhaps the opposite, and it's, it's a weird Havamina, um, but perhaps if she lives with krisos, not only could she continue eating truma, she could continue eating truma even if she has children. Meaning, all you know is that her halacha would be different if she lives at the So we're assuming, if you live at the Chavik you're disqualified. Maybe not. Maybe if you live at the Chavik not only are you not disqualified, you're not disqualified, even if she has kids, she can continue with the truma. Again, why would this be, I, I don't know, I, you'd have to look at it as it like, it's not a relationship that her recognizes. Yeah, because the Pazik says she's married. She, there's, there's, no, I understand that, but it, totally it's strong. it's a weird svarah to say that if she lives happily with a Yisrael, and has a child, she can't eat shroom anymore. But if she's if she's married to her father and has children, she could. So I understand. Yes, yes, we did. So it's a stra- it's a strange havamina, but that's a gemara's havam. Again, the possek tells us again. We're trying to find. We had a, at the end of daf, we had a. We're trying to find that. Listen up. The end of daf, we had a source that if she lives with Chavi Krius, that she's posel and the source is because the possek says. Okay. Just, I'm waiting for his phone to like, to like, play like La Cucaracha, like some, you know, some cartoonishly loud song. Okay. Why don't you open the bottle? It's an idea. Why don't you open the bottle? It's going to okay. be loud. So. Do you know where I got this from? I got it from Laufer. Dear God. So let's, let's, please. It's like in the middle of Drush's. My brain is half working and I don't even have the chairs on the side of me so I feel uneasy. Anyway. So it's like this how do we know that if a woman lives of the chavikris that she's possible from truma so the posseg says bas and ubas includes the love because the posseg says that if a bas kayin marries yisrael kisi al and then she's widowed she goes back home and she eats the implication is she could only go back home and eat if her relationship was a relationship that had marriage Kisia. if it's a relationship that doesn't have marriage meaning chavikris she can never go home again Okay, so now the Gemara says, maybe not. Maybe all you see from this pasuk is that if she lives with the Chayveh Chrysus, it's different than if she was happily married to Yisrael. So we're assuming, happily married to Yisrael, you could eat truma if you're widowed. Chayveh Chrysus, you're possible forever. The Gemara says, maybe the opposite. Maybe if you live with Chayveh Chrysus, not only are you not possible, holy God, not only are you not possible, but you're not possible even if you have children. Meaning, maybe that's the havamina. The havamina is the Gemara says. Perhaps all you see from this drasha is that krisis is different than a regular marriage. Fine, but how do you know that krisis disqualifies? Maybe krisis not only does it not disqualify, it doesn't disqualify even if you have children, you could you could continue eating truma. The Gemara says like this. Perhaps uh, you're not disqualified. Not only you're not disqualified, you can continue eating truma even if you have children. So maybe we're more lenient on Chavi Kreesus. So the Gemara says, how do you know the Chavi is more strict? All you see from the drasha is that Chavi is different. How do you know it's more strict? Maybe it's more lenient. The Gemara says, I'll tell you what. Why would you have to be Darshan, the extra vav, to include Levi of Yisraelis? Meaning, the way we Darshan did originally is that we're strict with Chavi Chavikrisis disqualifies, not so that hence there's a drosha, not only does it disqualify Abbas Kayin, it disqualifies the Levi of Yisraelis also. But if you're telling me that Chavikrisis is to be lenient, and it's lenient by Abbas Kayin, do I need a Pusik to tell me that not only are you lenient with Abbas Kayin, you're also lenient with Levi of Yisraelis? I mean, to, if you're having a drusha to include Levius Reilis, it must be you're being strict. So you're being strict with Baskayin, and you're even being strict with Levius But if the purpose of the drosha is to be lenient, that Chavikus never disqualify, they don't disqualify Baskayin, then I have to say, well, does it disqualify a Of course not. If it doesn't disqualify Bascayan, if other doesn't, you don't need a drosha for that. The very fact that the extra above includes a drasha to include Levius Reilis means that Levius were being strict. Okay. Now, the Gemara has a question, and that is, we said basically in the in the flow of yesterday's daf, we had a pasuk for chayv lavin, and then we had a separate pasuk for chayv krisus. Now the question is, according to Rav Akiva, Rav Akiva has no distinction between chayv laven and chayv they're all not kedushin typhus. So this last pasuk of a koy and kisi amanagrusha is seemingly extra. The actual the Amon and grusha it, it, you can't darshan it the way we just darshan it we're darshaning it that chavi is disqualified according to ravakiva I know chavi is disqualified because chavi lavin disqualifies and according to ravakiva chavi lavin and chavi are the same so the gemara says omar in kedushin amana grusha lomeli so according to ravakiva what does he do with this pasuk so the Gemara says, Almana I lahach grusha according to Rav Kiva, you don't need to say Almana grusha because we use that to tell you that these halachas only apply to the type of marriage as opposed to chayvikrisus. So according to Rav Kiva, I already know this. So what does Almana grusha teach you? Uh, very simple. The reason why you need the words Almana and grusha is to tell you the following chesed. It's the pasuk shout of the pasuk. The pasuk shout of the pasuk is that when a vaskein marries Yisrael and is widowed or divorced, she goes back home. So why do you have to say Almana and grusha according to Kiva, I'll tell you why. If you, it, all it's said almana, you wouldn't learn out a grusha from it. Why? You could look at a grusha being worse. Because in almana, she's still technically Kasha kahuna. So she's widowed. She goes back home. I understand why she eats truma. But a grusha, maybe she doesn't get to eat truma. And because of that, I need both. That, that, that's the point of the Gemara. The Gemara says like this. Um, almana lahachmer. Almana... You need both. Why it's If all the pasuk said is that if Abbas bas marries Israel and is widowed, she gets to go back home and eats truma. All if all I said, if all the pasuk said was widow, I would not learn out divorce from it. Why? I would say I would say that a divorcee, because she's divorced, she's pasul kahuna. Meaning she can't marry a anyway because she's a divorcee. I would say maybe she can never eat truma. She can't go home and eat truma because she's not, she's not the same woman anymore. Therefore, it says grusha. But if all it says is grusha, I would say, yeah, a grusha can only eat truma if she has no kids, but an almana can maybe eat truma even if she has kids. I mean, because a grusha is more strict, you need both to be written the Gemara says I would say I would say if all the Pasuk said is that a divorcee can eat truma if she has no children I'd say yeah a divorcee can't have children because she's a divorcee but a widow can eat truma even if she has children therefore you need both okay fine a couple more drushes. I think someone asked me this after that yesterday, which is that we listed Chayvei Lavin and we listed Chayvei Krisos. The halacha is that if a person is marries his Masa Grushaso, he marries his Masa Grushaso, which is he marries his uh, woman that he divorced, um, while it's a Chayvei Lavin, it does not disqualify her from Kuhuna. From Truma. She's possible Kahuna anyway. It does not disqualify her from truma, I was just thinking about that. She's a pastor, she's a divorcee. But the point is, if let's say, so okay, like this. She marries Israel, divorces, marries someone else, divorces, goes back to the Israel, lives with him in sin, and then, I guess, divorced, she can go back home and eat truma. The halacha is, even though she lived with him and it was a chay lavin, it doesn't disqualify her from truma the question is, how do you know that? Because we basically listed that Chavei Lavin disqualify, Chavei is disqualify. How do you know that Masugrushaso is the exception? So the Gemara says, uh, it's uh, Bas Kayin marries Yisrael, divorces, marries someone else, divorces, goes back to her first husband in sin, lives with him. She, she can go back home and eat truma by her father's house. She's not disqualified forever. So the Gemara says, even though what she did was a lav, it's not the type of lav that disqualifies her. How do we know that? The Gemara says, The answer is, The source that she's disqualified is an outsider. This man was her husband. So because it was her husband, it's not called an outsider. He wasn't always an outsider. An outsider implies that she was never allowed to be with him. Most chav and you're never allowed to be with them from the beginning of the relationship. The only one that's an exception is this man because there was a time where they were allowed. The Gemara says, okay, what's the one of the list that doesn't belong? A chalol. There's no isser of marrying a chalol. You could marry a chalol. But she's disqualified. How do you know that? That's the only one in the list that's not a lav. So why? how do you know that a chalol disqualifies? Chalonami, nami, lav zarhu. May Karloi lives, so is not a czar. He's not an outsider. I mean, there's no Isser manga cholol, He's just a disqualified Kayan. So if she if she lives with a, k- a Cholol, she's disqualified. you know this? The answer is Omer Karloi Chol Zareba The Possack describes a Kayan Godel that a Kayan Godel should not marry an Almona because it'll make his children Chol like himself. Makish Zareloi. Mahu Paisal. Just like the Kayan gadol, when he lives with a woman, makes her disqualified because it's a losase. So to his children who are also disqualified. That's how you know the Khalalam disqualify. The Gemara says, "Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I skipped the line. Uh, now all these and Khavi kri. Let's go with laven, right? If you just give a ring to a woman who's a chayv and say Harei is she pasal kahuna no it's from it's the intercourse it's the actual relations that does it how do you know that maybe it has to be just the kedushin. enough is alone disqualifies you meaning how do i know that it's the relations that disqualifies and not the actual kedushin? the answer is gadol. the source is from a koin gadol of amana ma koin gadol of just like koin the is what makes her a chalal? what makes her a halal a disqualification is the relations so be here it's the relations. Okay. Maybe, I get it, it has to be the relations and not the Kedushin alone. Maybe you need both. Maybe you need Kedushin and bia. But if you just live with Chavilav and that's not enough to disqualify you. The answer is, same answer. Okay, fine. Now, the Gemara, we said yesterday... Okay, so we said yesterday... And I said we would discuss it today. The, the Brysa listed Amoin, Moyav, Mitzri, Adoimi, Kuti, Nisin, Cholol, Mamzer. All these disqualify. Then Rav Yossi said, I disagree about one case. or Hemeliel said, I also disagree. And we, they never said what they're arguing about. And I said, we're going to talk about it today. So now we're going to talk about it now. So the Gemara said yesterday's Daf. Rav Yossi, Omer. He, after hearing the whole list of people that disqualify, he says, I don't agree with all of them. What's the one that he did not agree with? He said the following, If the child is a disqualification, then they disqualify by living together. But if not, not. So what what, what is he bothered by? Wh- which of the list does he not agree with? The halach oh. is that if a Mitzri converts... For the first three generations, he's not allowed to marry a regular right? He can only marry a convert or other people. He cannot marry a regular serilist. What about a mitzri sheni, second generation mitzri? He also can't marry, but his children could. right? If a mitzri sheni lives with a woman, is she posla kahuna? The Tanakhama said, yes, he's a chavei laven. Rav Yose said, no, why? If his children are allowed, because the children are a third generation mitzri, then he does not disqualify. That's that's, a, that's what Rav said. Rav holds a mitzuy he doesn't disqualify because if a if a regular if a if a if a if, a, if the child do you need a chair? If a child doesn't disqualify, right? Because the mitzuy child is a mitzvushlishi, which is allowed. Yahweh bekal Hashem, he's allowed to marry. So because the child doesn't disqualify, he doesn't disqualify. That's Rav Yosi's shita. The Tanakama disagrees. The tana kama says the chavi That's the that's where Rav disagrees. A second generation mitzri. The Gemara speaks it out and the, the source of all of this of chayv lavin disqualifying is from Amon to kayin gadol, and the, just the question is what's comparable to a kayin gadol? Tanakama sever says like this: Amon kayin gadol is a Chavi lavin, so do all Chavi lavin disqualify? So a second generation mitzvah is a Chavi lavin, so it disqualifies posel kuhuna. Rav Yosi says no. Of course, Apostle And the guy says no. It has to be like a kahin gadol, kahin gadol in, in 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 as much that the children of a gadol are apostle. The children of a gadol are are, are halalim. So only when the child is like the father is it does it does it, does it create a soul It's not just lavin. it has to be lavin that the children are also disqualified. But in this case, it's the rare case where you have a second generation mitzri. So he's a chayvei Lavin but his children are kosher. It's a soul making a child that's kosher. So the question is, is that person who lives with a woman, pasal kahuna? the IC says no. You understand? Yeah? Well, clear, but... well, a second generation mitzri. He's not allowed to live with a woman. Right. And he's a chayvei Lavin. His children are allowed. So, if he lives with these women, does he pass them kahuna? Tanakama says yes, he's Chayvei Lavin. Rav Yaisi says no. Why? Rav Yossi says to, to make Chayvei Lavin disqualify, it has to be that all the generations are the same, like in Almanutaka and Gadol. that his child's a Chal, his child's a Chal, his child's a Chal, his child's a Chal. But over here, where this third generation child, the second meaning the second generation's child, which is a third generation mitzvah, is allowed to marry any woman, so his child is mutter, so a Chayvei Lavin whose child is mutter does not disqualify kahuna. So who marry? Huh? Ger. Anyone who's not called Kahal. So the first one married a Ger, then they have a kid in the second generation. That kid has to marry Ger also. Correct. But here he, he did not marry a troll, Correct. A child would Correct. So that kid still considered a third generation? Yes. Stay second. Yes. Correct. A reality. The third generation. Yeah. Um. The last one was Rishim Gamliel. then had also, he had also a problem that He didn't say what he was referring to. Ravyosi was. Arguing about a second generation Mitzri Roshim Gamliel was arguing about something. Now, again, he didn't say what. Says the Gemara. Okay, here's the Shiloh. What about an Amoin? Someone from Amin who lives with the Israelis. It's a lois, But, and, and no children will ever be okay. But, the women of Amin are allowed. Right? Moav, right? Go with Moav. Moavia is Rus. The women are allowed, not the men. Rav Shimgamliel holds if the women are allowed, so some denomination of that people is allowed. It doesn't pasul kuhuna. because it's not identical to amanu koyin That's what he disagrees with. The Gemara says, "We'll speak it out." Shnei loyim duam koyin galu Again, everyone's learning out from koyin galu and we're just trying to compare and contrast. Rav Yosi Sever Makoyin galu amana shazare pasul poysel afkush shazare pasul poysel. The tanakam Kaminer Rav feel well koyin galu amana is a chavi and the children are apostle. That's exactly what's happening here. He's an amayin, he's chayvel lavin and his children are apostle. But says Rashi no, Roshim calls apostle apostle. apostle apostle. The says not all the children of an amayin are usser. It depends if it's a boy. If it's a boy, it's usser. If it's a girl, then it's it's maush like rus. So because some of the children are allowed, he feels that it's not the type of Chavei Lavin that would disqualify a woman. Okay. Now let's uh, start the Mishnah. I'm, I'm doing my best, Kevin. It's, uh, it's, Yavamis does not work well with the scheduling. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do the, the following two Mishnah. Is. The Mishnah, Mishnah says like this, If a man is Ma'anesh, a woman, or mafata, mafata is seducing, so it's uh, you talked her into it, it wasn't forced, but it's also coercion. Or a shaita, or if you marry a shaita, it won't allow you to eat truma, but it won't disqualify you. Meaning, if a yisrael is ma'anis a bas, bas koyin, she could continue eating truma because that's not the type of relations that apostles her. And if a bas yisrael is ma'anis by a koyin, she can't eat truma. Same thing with a shaita, if a bas Kayin marries a shaita, it's not a marriage, so therefore she can go back home. Abbas Yisrael marries a Kayan who's a Shaita, she can't eat Truma because it's not a marriage. really Yisrael, but if these if these men who are Ma'anesser are Posl meaning they're Chalolim, Mamzerim, all these people, then Hareilu Poislam, obviously. It's a problem. Fine. Keita. Okay, Hold on a second. So in post, then they don't remove her from Yeah. The little Ma'achilin, what is that? Ma'achilin is always when you're dealing with a Yisrael uh, Bas Yisrael marrying a Oh, so these these, these people they're not capable of boys the kain. Correct. I need it. So, Ketzad. Let's see the Mishnah. Yisrael Shabbal Bas If you have Yisrael that's living with a Bas Kain, Oynis, Mefata, Shoita, and all these things, Taichel Truma, She can continue eating Truma. Go to the next page. Because again, she uh, again, this is a Yisrael that lives at the Baskoyan, so it's not a marriage, and it's not the type of relations that disqualify her. Therefore, she goes back home. She's single. She goes back home. She could eat Truma. But then the Mishnah says, "Ibra." But if she becomes pregnant, so now she's pregnant with a Bas with a Yisrael, then it's a problem because now she has a Yisrael. Now she's bound to this man. Then Loi Toy Truma. She cannot eat Truma because the child connects her to this Yisrael, so she can't eat Truma. Let's say she loses the baby, miscarries, then, then she could eat. The opposite case, you have a Coyen who raped a basi So then the halach is, she can't eat truma, even though she, even though she lived with this Coyen, that's not the type of relations, and not marriage. If it's marriage, then she could eat, but they're not married, so therefore she can't eat truma, just because she lives with a Coyen. She Ibra, if she's pregnant, so now she has a Kayin baby in her, in her in her womb, she can't eat yet because they're not born yet. But Yolda, but once she gives birth, she could eat truma. Meaning, the father who lived with her could not allow her to eat, but the child could, because that's a reality. She's now the mother of a Kayin. Says the Mishnah, You see that the power of a child is stronger than the father, because the father, by living with her alone, is not allowing her to eat truma. But now that she had a baby, she could eat truma. Let's keep going. This is a tough Sunday morning. <sighs> if someone lives with an Eved who's a guy, she becomes Pasukuna that we had yesterday. But the child who's a guy does not disqualify her from eating truma. What does that mean? What is that? What's the case? Keta. ben. Meaning like this, let's say a woman has a grandchild who's a who's a guy. It's very easy how that could happen. She has a she has a daughter. Uh, she has a son who lived with a guy. So her grandchild's a guy. The halacha is that a a grandchild is irrelevant halachically. They they're not related because it's a guy. A guy to a Jew are not related. Therefore, if she's a bas Basi, let's go to the first case. Basi Searle to a kayan. So she's a Basi Searle to a Kayan. So the fact so the fact that she has a grandchild who's a guy does not stop her. She could still be continuing eating truma because she, you can't say, like, well, what about your grandchild? It's irrelevant. They're not related. The opposite is Bas kayan, I'm sorry, Basi a Kayan, Loy Truma. She cannot eat Truma. You have a Basi Searle who's married to a Kayan, then the Kayan dies, right? The halacha is that the only way she can continue eating truma is if she has a child from him. If the only child she has from him is a grandchild who's a Goy, that's the only living child, that's not, a, not enough. But the opposite case, if you have a Bas into to a Yisrael, the halacha is that if a Bas Koyin marries Yisrael and then is widowed, she goes back home, unless she has a kid. If she has a kid, then she's stuck. She can't. She, the grandchild who's a Goy is not a kid. So, therefore, basically, in other words, the grandchild who's a kid is removed from the picture. Then, what the mother does, the grandmother does regarding Truma is just basically figure out her status without the grandchild. Okay, Mamzer, Paisal Umachal. A Mamzer, this is the only part that's a little bit tricky. Mamzer disqualifies and he allows you to eat Truma. Meaning, let's say the grandchild is a Mamzer. Now, the case the Gemara gives, the Gemara is going with the opinion that if a Jewish woman lives with a non-Jewish man, the Gemara assumes that it's a mamzer. We don't paskin that way, but that's just one opinion. So the Gemara, we are just a that if it's a Jewish woman with a non-Jewish man, the kid's a Jew. Right. The Gemara felt that it's a mamzer. Okay, we don't follow this, but that, that's, so that's the case of a mamzer in the Gemara. So let's say you have a grandchild who's a mamzer. So you have a, a, a daughter who's Jewish, marries a non-Jewish, so your kid intermarried. So the child, the grandchild from that union is a Mamzer. Okay, let's go with that opinion. So the question is, so that Mamzer is a Jew. So now the Gemara says, so that Mamzer child, that grandchild, that's a child. Meaning, so if you're Basi sural to marry to a Kayan, right? So if you have a Basisarl who marries a kayan and then the husband dies, the only way she could continue in Shum is if she has a child from that. That grandchild, although he's a Mamzer, is a child. She continued in Shuma. But what's it Mamzer, Mamzer? Yeah. And let's say it was a Bas who marries a Yisrael and then the Yisrael dies. She wants to go back home and continue the Shuma at her father's house. She can't if she has a child. That grandchild who's a Mamzer is a child. That's the point. So basically in other words, the grandchild who's a Goy, not a child. The grandchild who's a Mamzer is a child. And that will dictate, you understand. So it says the Mishnah, Again, you know, it's tough. You just have to sort of it's the it's like the all of Yvama, it's just equations and you just have to figure it out. Now the Gemara just says one last halacha. the Mishnah says one last case, which is Godl Pamshu You could actually have a gadol who messes up the grandmother. It's actually very simple. It's like it sounds like a Chiddush, but you actually think about it. You have a Bas koyin who marries Yisrael. Right? Bas koyin who marries Yisrael. So the halacha is that if the Yisrael dies, she wants to go back home, unless she has a kid. If she has a kid from that Yisrael, she can't eat truma. If her grandchild is a koyen gadol, she still doesn't eat truma. Meaning, let's say she had a daughter from that Yisrael who, had a, who married a koyen who had a son. So that grandson could be the koyen gadol, but she's, he's still a child from that Yisrael. So she's actually a puzzle. She cannot eat truma because of her grandchild who's binding her to her Yisroel husband even though that grandchild is a kain That's what the Misha says, you understand. The Misha says yeah. so You can actually have a kain that disqualifies the grandmother from eating truma and it's a wild thing. How so? Kei bas kain li So Bas kain marries Yisroel. So when the husband dies she wants to go back home and eat truma but she can't if she has a living child from that offspring from that union because that binds her to her husband. Yilda she has a daughter. That daughter, and is a Kayan. That daughter marries a Kayan. Ben has a child, a wonderful child, who's a Kayan Gadol. But you know what, though? She can't eat Truma. Because of her grandson, who's a Kayan Gadol, who binds it to her husband. So by the way, that Kayan Gadol, you understand, the mother could eat Truma. Because the mother is a Yisraelis married a Kayin. who married a Kayan. So she could eat Truma as long as she has a son. But the grandmother can't. it's a It's a tricky. And that's why people used to say, I'd rather not have a grandson who's a Kayin because he disqualifies me from truma." It was just like a statement that people used to say. Okay, that, that was a... Again, it's, it's, a, it's a mind-bender type of case. Okay, let's just run through the end of the daf. Uh The first case in the Mishnah is that a shaita, if you marry a, a, a shaita, a deranged person, it's not a marriage, and therefore it does not disqualify her from truma, and it does not allow her to eat truma. It's not a marriage. It's nothing. Says the Gemara Tani the Tani Lahta Terabana. Shaita Vikatin Shanasum Nashim amazing the same puturum in a khalizim and a The halo is that if you marry a shaita and you die, there is no is not because it's not a marriage. It's not a valid marriage. It's nothing. Okay. Kitzara Yisrael Shabal Baskayin tail but shuma. Ibr taikom. Okay. The haloch is like this. Yabi Yisral that lives with the Baskayun. Right? Let's say a Yisrael um, raped Abbas ba- Kayin, or lived with her. By the way, you should just know halachically, anytime a guy and a girl are single choose to live together, that's called sedu- seduction. Halacha. It's called Mafuta, according to many Rishan. So let's say you have a Bas, Ka- a Bas Yisrael, a Bas Kayin who, mar- who lives with Yisrael. They're dating, they lived together once. The halacha was, that's not anything, she can go back home. But if she's pregnant that's a problem you gotta wait to see what happens if the baby dies and she goes back home if not then she she can't eat truma anymore because she has a child from So the question is if pregnancy is a problem then every time they live together like so, so he, he raped her let's go with that case right it's my honor sir so if she's pregnant she can't eat truma so why don't we assume that maybe she's pregnant Meaning, why, why isn't that a, a, a legitimate concern Right? Every marriage, and where do you get this from? Every marriage, right? You can't remarry for three months, right? Because we're concerned that you're pregnant. So you see, pregnancy is something we're worried about. So if pregnancy is a problem, why aren't you concerned that she's pregnant? Says the Gemara the If she's pregnant, she can't eat So ibra. So why aren't we concerned that she's pregnant? Don't we have this in the Mishnah? Every single marriage, you can't marry for three months because we're afraid that she's pregnant. So you see that we're worried about pregnancy. So why are we not worried about pregnancy in this case? So says the Gemara. Over there, we're worried about pregnancy regarding lichos because you got to figure out mamzerim's situation. Not mamzerim, but over there, if a woman remarries. It could lead to Mamzeris. Why? Because she remarries within three months. We don't know who's father, who the father is. If it's the first husband, the second husband, she eventually marries someone who's really her brother because she doesn't know who her father is. Like that's a legit concern. Over here, what are you worried about? Truma. Okay, it's not so severe. Uh, you know, it's it's obviously not good, but it's not the same level severity. So we're not concerned about pregnancy when it comes to truma. So, so says the. You <laughs> see, it's a schooler, We should continue <laughs> learning. Says the Gemara. That's so, so an open miracle. Says the Gemara Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that for Truma we're lenient? That we're not worried about pregnancy? We're just lenient because it's, it's Truma. The halacha is that if a Basi Seral is married to a Koyan, right, she could only eat Truma as long as she's married. If he gives her a divorce and says, gives her a get and says, this get works a moment before I die then the halacha is she has to stop eating truma. Why? Because she might always be a moment from getting divorced retroactively. Meaning if, let's say, he says, this g- divorce will take effect an hour before I die, so then if, if she's eating truma, he dies 40 minutes later, then retroactively she was divorced 20 minutes before. She has to stop eating truma right away because maybe he'll die, triggering the retroactive divorce. What's the point of this? So you see that we are worried when it comes to truma. We're not so lenient. Why don't we say, eh, it's truma, don't worry, what are you worried? He's going to die, don't, don't worry, he's not going to die. But no, 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 we're strict. So how come by pregnancy, we're not strict? By truma, eh, it's just truma. We're, tr- we're strict when it comes to worrying about death. So if you're worried about death, we're not worried about, we're not worried about pregnancy? Like, well, what's the difference? You should either be worried, you should either be neurotic, or not neurotic. Just 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 go with it. So you're either worried, or not worried. So says the Gemara, No, the answer is, in general, we're worried. So why are we not worried about pregnancy? So if you remember the Gemara, I don't know, 20 Daphim ago, the Gemara said that if a woman was 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 living with a man or like raped, they was they could like contort their body after relations to, in such a way that to try to prevent the pregnancy from taking place. They knew of such a, such techniques. So that's what women would do. So we're not worried about pregnancy in a case of rape because the mis- assumption is that whatever she can do to prevent it, she will take pills, whatever. They'll do something to try to stop it. So in general, we are worried. So why aren't we worried when a man uh, attacked a woman that she's pregnant? The answer is because they had techniques in the time of the Gemara. They knew what they were doing, that they were able techniques to to avoid this. But marriage, by the way, we are worried about pregnancy, hence the three-month thing. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, so let me ask you a question. If a Bas Yisrael, if a Bas Kayan marries a Yisrael, yeah, not raped, marries a Yisrael, after three days after the wedding, they decide, let's get a divorce, it's not working. They live together, let's get a divorce. Would you say that she could go back home and eat truma? I would probably say not, because maybe she's pregnant, right? We're concerned about pregnancy in general, just not a case of rape, because rape's different, fine. But in a regular case, we're always concerned that if a husband or wife live together, maybe she's pregnant. There's always a chance that she's pregnant. So we should be concerned. The problem is, the Bryce says as follows... Who marries no attack, married. You have a Basquein who marries Yisrael, umes, and then the husband died. Three days after the wedding, they lived together, husband died. What's the halakha? She goes back home, she could eat Truma right away. But wait a minute, why aren't you concerned about uh, pregnancy? If she's pregnant, she can't eat Truma. She's pregnant, what's the end result? Wait a minute, she has to wait until the pregnancy, you gotta see it out. If the baby survives, she can never eat Truma again. If the baby dies, then she could. But you got to at least you'll wait it out. Why? I Meaning, why aren't you concerned that she's pregnant? See, another gemara says we are concerned that she's pregnant. I. It says you could eat right away. The answer is you could eat till forty days. Forty days. Pregnancy during the first forty days is not considered a real pregnancy in halacha. That's why even when it comes to a abortion within the first forty days, even Ramiya Feinstein, who felt that abortion is absolute murder, first forty days he was much more lenient. The first 40 days is considered maya it's the It's it's not really a, a viable child yet. So really the answer is, when Abbas Koyin marries Yisrael, we are worried about pregnancy. Ayat says she can eat truma. The answer she can eat truma until 40 days. Once it's 40 days, then you got to stop because maybe you're pregnant. And if you're pregnant, after 40 days, it's a legit... It's a legit pregnancy, but the first 40 days, it's not considered a viable baby anyway. It's not, not a viable, it's not a baby at all. It's not a fetus. It's not living for the first 40 days. So therefore, first 40 days will be lenient. So that's the answer. So the Gemara says, of um, araboi." Uh, 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 um, she can eat for the first 40 days after living with him. Why? Manushach, it, it's not a problem. If she's not pregnant, she's not pregnant. And if she's pregnant, the first 40 days is not a real pregnancy anyway. It's the first 40 days is water. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a pregnancy. Says the Gemara. By the way, that's not even halachically, the first 40 days, you just, you're not supposed to daven for the sex of the baby, you just daven that it, it, it should become something. It evolves into a baby. The first 40 days is nothing. Now the Gemara is like this. Oh, so you're telling me that she could eat Shuma for the first 40 days, then she's got to stop. Yeah? First 40 days, then she's got to stop. Here's the problem. The Bryce says, if let's say she didn't do this and she keeps eating, and then she finds out she's pregnant, she's got to go back and do tshuva. How do you do tshuva? You got to pay for it. Forget about God. If she's eating truma and she's pregnant, let's say she keeps eating and then five months later she's like, whoa, I'm pregnant. And she has the baby. Then it turns out, all that truma that she was eating was not allowed to be eaten. So she was stealing from Kohanim. So she has to pay it back. Which is fine. But you're telling me that I thought for the first 40 days it's allowed, but now we're saying you got to pay it back. So the Gemara answers, you have to pay it back from 40 days on. Meaning when it says pay it back, it means from day 41 on. Up to 40 days is fine. 41 on. The Gemara says, Okay, one last sugya, and we'll end with this. Yeah, with a 20% interest charge. That is true. With a chaymash. Now, one last sugya. Haba al Okay, you have a woman who did kedushin. Again, this doesn't happen anymore because we do everything together. But they used to do kedushin. They would give the ring and say, and then they would get married, do, do the nusu and the chuppah a year later. During that year, they're considered halachically married, but they're not fully married because they didn't do the chuppah. So they can't live together. So she would be by her father's house, he would be by his apartment. They were not together. What if they live together in sin? So the question is, and then she has a child, what do we think about that child? You see, in general, we always assume that the child is the father's, because statistically, they're allowed to live together, and statistically, even if she's someone who's not the most honest person, she's probably living with her husband statistically the most amount of time. But she was not allowed to be with this man. So the question is, do we say that well, if she's living in sin with this guy, then what's to stop her from living in sin with her ex-boyfriend when she makes a mistake, in which case the child's a mamzer? Or do we say, no, Mistama's Tama, from this guy. And, maybe, uh, you know, it's at most a doubt. So the gemara says like this, Abal she lives with, with, with her fiancé, I'm saying fiancé, but fiancé halachically, not our fiancé with a ring. I'm talking about after Kedushin. She lives with her, with after Kedushin... Man, groom, in sin. in a in a, a father's house in sin. Rav Amor havlad mamzer. Rav says the child is a full mamzer, not a suffolk We treat the child as a full mamzer, meaning we assume that she lived with other men as well, and this child is from other men. And by the way, after kedushin, if she lives with another man, that that's adultery. She, it's at a situation where she can't live with her husband, she can't live with anyone else. It's after Kedushan. So we assume, with certainty, the child's a mamzer, halachically. Shmuel says, no, have a lot shtuki. Shmuel says, it's a Suffolk mamzer. Okay. Now, let's figure out Rav's opinion. And we'll end with this. Rav's opinion is that if she lived in sin, the child's a mamzer, a full mamzer. Treated as a full mamzer. Now, the, the question is... The, the, I'll I'll tell you outside, then we'll see. Who's this? this? Um, I'm a Rava. Rava says like this. Rava says, I don't believe Rob would say this, that the child's a full mamzer, in the following scenario. I'm going to tell you two scenarios, okay? One scenario is, again, does Kadushin, She lives with her her fiancé. She tells the rabbi, listen, I never lived with anybody else. I just live with him. And it was a mistake, and I know I was wrong, but we did it. Rava would say, even Rob would not treat it as a full mamzer, because why would we assume that she lived with anyone else? And even if you assume it's a doubt, it's not a certainty. Rav only said his opinion when, in addition to her living with her fiancé, there are also rumors going around in the community that she's also living with her ex-boyfriend. So it's Dafka because you have the rumors and the fact that she admitted to living in sin once, you put that together, it's a Vlad Mamzer. That's Rav's opinion. Amar Rav. When Rav said that the child's a Mamzer, it's dafka the daima me where there's rumors that she lived with other people as well. So, in addition to her admitting that she lived with her fiance, she's also there's rumors that she lived with other people. You put that together, that's a Mamzer. Avoloi daima me But if there's no rumors she just comes to the rabbi and just confesses and says, listen, I lived with my boyfriend, uh, the fiancé, no rumors, she's rumored to be a Bess girl, everyone's great, then such a situation, why would we treat it a mamzer, it was a one-time mistake, and the child is from the fiancé. That's a Rava's amending of Rav. How do I know this? Basically, is saying is like this, if there's no rumors, yeah, basically just, again, one, one kitzer, just, uh, just to hold up, According to Rava, if there's no rumors and just they come to you and say, Listen, I live with my fiance, that like, child's not a mouser. Where did Rava get that from? Rava says, I'll tell you, in the case of our Mishnah, what do the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says that if a Kayin is Ma'anis Abasisro and she's pregnant and then she gives birth, she could she could eat truma. Why? Because she has a Kayin baby. Why do you assume that it's from him? Once, Meaning, Rav just got up and said basically that anytime someone commits a sin, we assume it's a mamzer. Rav is like no 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 that that's ridiculous you can't just you can't just assume oh, because she lived with one guy she lived with everybody Rav says no it must be there's rumors but if there's no rumors why would we assume assume that she the guy that she lived with had the baby how do I get this from the Mishnah the Mishnah says that if a bas a, a, a koyin is man it's a woman and she has a baby that baby is a koyin and she gets rumor. why according to Rav once they lived with one person she lived with everybody what's the answer he says no Rav only said that when there's rumors and in the case of the Mishnah is no rumors I mean that's his proof you understand what I'm saying. Meaning, says the Gemara, I'll prove it to you that when there's no rumors, we don't just assume mamzer, we assume the person she lived with, the person that she admitted living with. You have to realize this is the case. Yeah the case of the Mishnah also it says rape again Mafata is also a boyfriend girlfriend so the point of the Mishnah I'll give that case cuz rape is a, it's more of an outlandish case but the case she comes to the rabbi and says listen I, I live with my boyfriend he's a Kayin I'm pregnant gives birth the, the, the rabbi says well that was a mistake but you know you can probably eat truma from now on because you had a baby who's a Kayin but wait a minute I don't understand Rav just said that if a fiance lives together by the way they're and they're kind of married and still the child's a mom's because you just assume it's from everybody. So w- w- why over here are the cases of gun? The answer must be there's rumors over there. There's no rumors over here. That's where Rava got it from says the girl, says the, uh, uh, Rav Minam, I mean, how do I know this from that when there's no rumors, we assume the baby is from the person they admitted living together. because the Mishnah says yalda <laughs> that if a koyin lives with his girlfriend and they have a baby, then she could need a truma. Hey what's the case? If there's rumors that she lived with other people, Then why should truma? It must it be. Must be. There's no rumors. She just admits to living with her boyfriend. And you see that we trust that the child's from him. Kavachoymer, if a, a fiancé admits to living with her with her groom, Kavachoymer the child should be from him. So it must be that when Rav says the child's a mamzer, it's where there's rumors. U'mah hasem telahayisur, l'ayisur, 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 l'akol shekein. So that's where Rav gets it from. Abaya gets up, we'll end with this. Abaya says, no. Omrile, Abaya, no. L'o'i l'meimelach, l'hichadadayim m'nei, apagavdolidam ma'alma, amravavad mamzer. My time gabi Ma'ayitayim edamrin says no. when Rav says the child's a mamzer it means even if there's zero rumors if she's willing to do a sin and live with one guy, she'll live with anybody so therefore if she comes and says that she lived with her fiance, the child's a mamzer so why in our Mishnah when the case of the Mishnah, when you have a kayan who says that he lived with his girlfriend and she gives birth, we say, oh that child's a kayan why? the answer is the case of the Mishnah is where the boyfriend and girlfriend are locked in prison so there is no way she lived with anybody else she was in prison. The Gemara says, <laughs> The case is where the boyfriend and girlfriend are in prison together. So not, so there's no way it could be from someone else. So because there's no way it could be from someone else, that's why. But if there's a possibility that she could live with anybody else, the child will be a mamzer even without rumors. That's the shita of Abaya. We'll stop here. We'll pick it up tomorrow.